Matchday Live Extra reaction to Wolves 1, Norwich 1, the final home game of the 2021-22 season as Wolves women take to the field for a lap of appreciation, carrying two trophies, the FA Women's Northern Premier Division and the County Cup, of which they beat West Bromwich Albion in the week. They have a massive game to come next weekend against Southampton, who are the Southern Premier Division champions. The winner will be promoted to Tier 2 of the women's game, which is the championship, one step below the Women's Super League. So as they take their lap of Molyneux, Lee Naylor and Andy Thompson alongside me after watching a slightly frustrating afternoon, truth be told. We hoped that we'd see a more adventurous Wolves today. There was a couple of changes made and a return to the starting lineup for He Chad Wang. Totti came in in the defensive aspect. Johnny moving back out wide and John Ruddy in goal. We'll talk about him in a second. But... To be honest, having had a lot of the ball, Tomo, in the first half, Wolves didn't really look much of a no, threat. No, Legenton Selig, it's about like committing players into moving and Selig, and we just didn't do enough for me, Selig. I think the, the tempo was slow. I think the build-up to uh, our attacks wasn't as, uh, as quick as what you would want them, Selig. And it never caused Norwich any problems. Norwich were happy just to sit where they were uh, and they came and catch Wolves on the counter-attack. Got the goal from it as well. Puki had two or three chances as well on top of that. And look, say, if you're going to commit people into anything or you're going to try and drag teams around, you're either going to have runners in, in front of you who are running beyond the back line or you've got to have players who are going to run at the defence of, uh, of teams. And we just didn't have that, especially in the first half. Second half, there was glimpses of it, but, but not to the, the standard that we should be having in already. Chiquinho came on at half-time, made a difference, Lee Naylor. Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, he showed positivity in what, what he'd done with the ball. Uh, made some good runs, got some good crosses into the box. Um, I think, you know, Totti and Ain't Nori were positives at the game. I thought they both done well, uh, gave a good account of themselves. Certainly put their thought in the in um, in the manager's head, anyways, for for the performance. Um, so yeah, so overall, I, I think we were a bit lucky first off, but we came out second half and and, and done better. Fabio Silva came on late in the game, um, still struggling. I mean, if he doesn't score next week, he'll have gone all season without a goal. It's been more than a calendar year since he struck at West Bromwich Albion in the Hawthorns back end of last season, Tom Owen. He, he got into the penalty area with one quite nice move and then kind of inexplicably tried to cross it instead well, of going for goal. Well, that just shows you the, the, the way that he is in front of goal at the moment, isn't it? So long. He had an opportunity, he got behind the back line in Norwich, and tried to square it. Now, if you're a striker in form or scoring goals, you're not you're not passing that. You're you're striking it yourself, and that just shows you the way that he is in front of goal at the minute. And that's got to improve. If he's going to be something that's going to be with his team or it's going to be here for a while, he's got to start scoring. But he's got to be more selfish. And, yeah. and unfortunately, it's just not that. If he, I'm one of his coaches, I'm I'm onto him every day. I'd be onto him every single day. I'd have him in 20, 30 balls at the back of the net just making him feel it you know it's it's, it's one of those as a centre forward you, when you're turning down shots when you're in front of goal that's, that's a problem yeah as I say you know next week could be quite interesting in terms of team selection as well with West Ham getting that point today it means that Wolves could no longer get seventh they might be trying to battle to hang on for eighth place with the way things have been going and and that creates quite an interesting team selection dilemma 
next week. Bruno's already spoken about potential for players to leave this summer. For I think we, we probably all agree that a refresh might not be necessarily a bad thing. It's kind of next week's lineup could be very intriguing as to what Wolves could look like next year. Yeah, but also as well, so look, it'd be interesting to see what formation he wants to play next year as well. So look, there's rumours about him wanting to play uh, a flat back four. Um, He's, he's had his hands tied a little bit that he's with Connor Cody say playing at the back but but again he's got to he's got to make sure that he's um, gets his fresh ideas in there he's got to make sure that he's got to get that are you waving to them we just hesitated because Claire Hakeman who obviously matchday live listeners will recognize with us quite a lot of the time does a bit of work with Wolves women in the admin side and has somehow got herself onto the lap of appreciation. Why not? Why not? Just get on there, there. Honestly, it's unbelievable. <laughs> she went on a, she went on a museum tour recently and spotted that there was a quote from herself on the wall of the museum. <laughs> Honestly. Um, so Wolves women have had their lap of appreciation. They've had a great year, by the way, and hopefully they'll be able to get themselves promotion in a week's time. Yeah, nails next week at Liverpool. I mean, that that lineup could be quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, and there's there's people out there today that have, have, have earned it for next next week. Uh, I thought Totty, you know, I've mentioned before, Totty had a, a, a really good game. Um, ain't Nori too. Um, I just I just think you know when when every time you you cross that white line, you're you're on show. And um, this is something I, I tell my players. I says, look, every time you cross that white line. That's your chance to prove why you're there, and a chance to prove why you should be there the week after and the week after that. Um, and you know, with a few, a few out there, can't really be saying that. It might be complicated, you know, by the nature of the under-23s. If they win on Tuesday, they'll have a promotion playoff final, which might be the day after the Liverpool game. Certainly around that weekend. So the likes of Luke Cundall that might have got an opportunity. Chem Campbell, who we saw at Newcastle a couple of weeks ago, who might have got an opportunity. These, these, these boys should be playing every day. I played 60-odd games when I was that young. Players coming out, led by Connor Cody with his three boys. Ruben Neves with two of his children. John Ruddy, Leander Dendonka, Johnny, Fabio Silva and Francisco Trincao, who I think the fact they haven't got kids are holding each other's hands as they walk out. <laughs> Daniel Pedenz and Pedro Neto there. Remain Saiz. Wait to see what lies with his future. What a servant to this football club he's been. He's done well. He's done well. So it's a shame that he's got injured and he's not going to be able to play the last few games of the season. But he's done really well. He's stepped up. So going from a midfield player to playing at the back. And he's played really well there, Saiz. Willie Bolly with his children, Marcel as well. See... Reinek Nori, Kiana Hoover, Yi Chan Huang, Totti and Chiquinho and Jose Saar was out there at some point. So the coaching staff and some of the backroom staff as well. There's a whole army of people behind the playing tide that get everything together on a match day. Tony Roberts getting involved with Wolfie and Wendy. I say it's a shame really that there is this kind of feeling at the end because you know to be top 10 after last year you know it's a recovery 
in some respects. Well, it was disappointing last year, wasn't it? So look, where, where we finished, was it 13th last year? 14th. Where, where we finished in the end, and it was disappointing. Uh, and people were worried about this year, saying, like, we're going to struggle in this division. We've proved them wrong again. There's quality players here. There's quality players, but for whatever reason, they just can't consistently sustain it throughout the year. Because uh, we have patches where we look uh, a good side, and we have other patches where we look awful. Yeah. And, we, and, and that's the problem that we've had this season, that we haven't really fulfilled anything that we've had. But look, you look at how many players are out there, there ain't many. There ain't many for that squad of players that we've yeah, got. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's always been small, in it? And, yeah. and I've always said, the, the minute you get an injury in a squad like this, you, you start to, you know... You Couldn't fill the subs bench today. No. Like, yeah, I, I, I didn't understand that, to be honest with you, because, you know, there's, there's still uh, players out there in the 23s that could have gone on the bench. Like, why not? Um, I didn't. I don't understand that. Um, but, yeah, as I say, like, any, any injury to anyone... You struggle to, to, to put a player in that position. The senior picture on the big screen of Jean Martinho with his children as well. There'll be questions about his future there's, as well. There's questions about quite a few players. You've got Isaias, you've got him. I think that even people under contract, there's going to be questions asked yeah. about whether or not they should be at the club uh, to fulfil what they want to do. It'd be interesting to see what actually they want to do as a club. Uh, going forward, what do they want to do? Do they want to change the formation? Um, I know the fans have been singing about Neves not letting Neves go, but he might he might have to to finance what we want to do or what we want to build. So, look, yeah. so he's a great player, but sometimes you've got to sacrifice something to bring in some more pounds if you haven't got no money. Oh, Neves. Just took a couple of steps away from the main line of players to the edge of the six-yard box to applaud the adoring support in the South Bank. They're still desperate, still singing Don't Sell Neves. <laughs> yeah, there'll be so many fans, Lee Naylor, in that stand and listening to us, we'll be hoping this is not a farewell for yeah, Ruben Neves. Yeah, obviously he's a massive player for us. And, you know, he'll be feeling that walking pass, but this is football anything can happen you never know Marcel all smiles I'm pretty sure he only signed a short term contract when he came so might be there's another player who's possibly going isn't it yeah so it feels like it feels, feel, we said the other night it feels like the end of a cycle all yeah, football teams yeah. go through a cycle yeah. but you're looking at that as well there's not you just mentioned some players there's probably five or six those players who are leaving possibly at the end of the year out of contract or whatever what's going on but look say that's football for you say players go players come in uh, people change and that's just the cycle of football and what happens and, that, and that's what will happen like any other year where they will make a decision about what they want to do and what they want to do going forward good to see Maximilian Kilman down there amongst them it, up until February he was the challenger, you would have said, for player of the season, maybe didn't quite turn out the way he wanted to be. Form just went away from him, and, and then injury curtailed his season. But a breakthrough campaign for him, Nails. Yeah, brilliant. And he's he showed it playing both sides as well, which is not easy at all when when a left sider plays on on the right side. Tomo found it very easy, but it's actually not easy to do. Um, and I thought he gave a great account of himself, and one who will definitely be 
putting his name forward to ever to to next season. Because if there is a switch to four at the back, would that suit him? Do you both think? It's difficult. It's difficult. Um, well, one of one of the centre halves has got a pace. It don't matter what you do in this league, you can't have two centre halves who, who are not quick. You can probably get away with one if one's a decent player and can defend. But you can't go without somebody who down that middle with no pace. You've got to have somebody with good pace because they say like you'll get destroyed in this league because uh, they say they they work with a partnership. If he's playing look flat back four. But I say that'll be interesting. Look, he's made that change at half time with Connor Cody coming off. Is that a, a way that things are going to go? So you don't know. But it'd be interesting to see what, what they're going to do next year. Let's see if we can have a listen in. Player of the Season Awards about to be announced. And to give us that first award, let's welcome to the pitch Tom DeBurger. Luke Cundall, Academy Player of the Season. Not here today, having played 120 minutes for the under-23s on Friday night, now a legitimate uh, member of the first-team squad these days. A big round of applause again for Luke Cundall. How many goals did Chen? And then into our next award. 13. Tammy George, who's she talented midfielder, came through the ranks of Wolves women and then went to Tottenham for a period, returned to the club and has played a huge part in the rise up. The upward movement rather than promotion is what they called it after Covid curtailed two seasons in a row. She is player of the season for Wolves women, scored some brilliant goals by the way, including another beauty against West Bromwich Albion in the County Cup win on Wednesday. Well done, Tammy. OK, let's move on to the goal of the season, sponsored by Cascor. To give us this award on the pitch, please welcome Joe Cope. So, goal of the season. We saw the nominees on Match Day Live Extra before the game. And the winner of goal of the season, as chosen by you, the supporters of his goal against Watford, it's Ruben Neves! Could only really be one winner. Described it as genius at the time. 
the touch, the awareness, and the cheekiest of chips. He thinks, therefore, he plays Ruben Neves' goal of the season. Player of the season, sponsored by Royal Caribbean. Surprised Tomo's not involved in handing this one out. Last me to bring some cakes, right, but oh, I just left it. a popular award what a debut campaign for the Portuguese goalkeeper clearly appreciated by his teammates it was a hard act to follow to replace Rui Patricio but Jose Sarr has done it with a plumb bargain yeah He's done well done, a Jose great job. I know he's had a couple of erratic moments, but he's been outstanding this year, hasn't he? The way that he's played and where he's come in. As I said, he had some big shoes to build, didn't he? From Chisio. So now the big one, the player of the season award. Jose Sarr gets a double. A remarkable campaign. most clean sheets in the Premier League this season, the fourth most saves, the third most high claims and the second most punches for a goalkeeper. He has been at an elite level for the majority of well, this season. Well, Jose Sarr, I came on again. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's thank you for the Wolverhampton!
So the players will head off the field now. Jose Sarr clutching a couple of trophies. Where have you witnessed for you, Tomo? Jose Sarr? Yeah, I think it's been tough with the way that we've played this year, but I think that he's probably edged it for me. So, look, some of this, the outstanding performances he had. OK, he's had a couple of erratic ones in, in the last few weeks or so, but generally, so he's been outstanding. He's handling, he's, he's uh, possessioning with his feet on the ball, so like his passing range, uh, and he's done that all year, because it was a tough position to come into after Patricio going, because Patricio was a, an outstanding keeper as well, but to come in and fill that, and to go in there in his first season, and play the way he has, has been outstanding for him. Lee Naylor, I guess, in terms of consistency, he wins out, because Ruben Neves had a very good season, but was injured for parts of it, we just spoke about Max Kilman had a very good first couple of months. Romain Saiz had a brilliant spell up until he went away on international duty and then found it a bit harder to recover and get going and, and Raul Jimenez being top goal scorer but never really getting back to that kind of level so in the end I mean it feels a weird thing to have your goalkeeper I, as you I play mean, of the that's season. A, that's exactly what I was just about to say to have, to have your goalkeeper as player of the season it's, it's something that uh, I, I don't know it, it's, uh, if, if you've had a good season the team in, in a hole then yeah Fair enough. If, he, if he's pulled off some worldy saves here and there, then fair enough. Um, but I've, I've always found it strange when a keeper gets the player of the season. Um, but he's, every time I've seen him, he's been top. Um, so for, fair play to him. Yeah, I think he deserved it, I'll be honest with you. Wolves women just posing on the pitch with their trophies now. A lovely moment for them. Jean Martinio coming back out to have a few more photos taken with his loved ones, as has John Ruddy down there as well. And I say, we'd, we mentioned we'd talk about him because it did feel like a farewell today. I know there's obviously been discussions and the club are still trying to work out in which direction, but as we've just been speaking about, Jose Sarr got player of the year, so if John Ruddy stays, he's still going to be number two. It's an incredible backup did, to have, it, but for his yeah. own career, it, if he wants to see it out playing, it might be the time depend, for him to go. Depends what he wants to do. Depends what he wants to do, if he, whether or not he wants to be number one or he wants to be he's happy being number two. So that's the thing. Um, it, it's a nice thing for John Ruddy to have had that moment against a club that means an awful lot to him in Norwich as well. Um, I think, Nails, you think he's going, don't you? I would have thought so, yeah. I told you before the game, he looked like he, the way that the players went to him individually and give him a hug before the game even started. It, lo oh, yeah. it looks that way, but football can turn on its head in a second, So, uh, and that's that's on the other side as well. So it's it's one of them, you, you, you just never know. Yep, and there's probably a couple of players who are in that position. It's going to be an interesting summer ahead. One more game to go for the first team at Liverpool next weekend. A massive game for the under-23s here on Tuesday night. Premier League 2, Division 2, playoff semi-final against Norwich again. Hopefully the boys can bounce back from their penalty shootout defeat to Albion in the Premier League Cup final on Friday night and set themselves up for a promotion playoff final. The women have a play promotion playoff final coming next weekend as well. There is still plenty to be interested in. We'll discuss it all on Wolves Weekly with myself and Gemma Frith coming up. But thank you to Lee Naylor thank you, as man. ever. Uh, your season is done, my friend. Thoroughly enjoyed every moment, mate. Thank you. Thank you for coming and being a part of it 
again this year. And as I say, when uh, uh, people missed in commentary, apparently me and Tom are going to move to Barcelona. Yeah, when we, when we got, I don't know, maybe Burnley away or someone like that, you know, uh, Burnley at home, then the maybe show, I'll get the yeah. show. Get a show, get a show, mate. Yeah. Well, yeah, if, if all these movements, if they finally get tired of Tomo and I and they look to refresh it with, a, with the latest former left-back to step in, I mean, I think, Barry du- I think Barry Douglas is unavailable. He's back in Poland, so... <laughs> could do it from there. Hey, next time we'll be wearing double denim. Don't worry about that. And George Elikovi will just be shouting chop at every available opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So it looks sure. like it's you by default. Thank you very much, my friend. Thank you to Andy Thompson, as ever. Tomo will be alongside me at Anfield next week. And thank you to all of you for tuning in, as ever. We'll do it one more time next weekend.